You're listening to The Alligator Podcast, a podcast where the independent Florida alligator, the largest student newspaper in the country, discusses our latest stories on the University of Florida, Gainesville, and beyond. Subscribe and tune in weekly on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud to hear our latest episodes on news, sports, and much more. Also be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Alligator, as well as find all of our latest stories at alligator.org. Hello and welcome to the Alligator Podcast. I am your host, Graham Marsh. You can find me on Twitter at GrahamMarshUF. This is the news section of the podcast, and this is your weekly news roundup. First up in your weekly news roundup, why your COVID-19 test results might be delayed. With increasing demand for COVID-19 tests, major labs like Quest Diagnosis are struggling to keep up, said Paul Myers, an administrator at the county health department. The issue isn't unique to Alachua County. People in the southern, southwestern, and western United States, all regions with a rise in confirmed cases, are experiencing delays. When results take more than two days, contact tracing becomes a challenge because people forget where they've been and by whom they were surrounded. Alachua County spokesperson Mark Sexton added that the longer the results take, the less relevant the result is for the patient. A patient may have contracted the virus after taking the test. The county had administered more than 65,000 tests since March, according to the county's COVID-19 dashboard. About 5.28% of those tests were positive. Next up on your weekly news roundup, SG Judiciary Committee postpones three resolutions related to civil rights. The Judiciary Committee, a group of senators who decide what non-budget legislation goes to senators to be voted on, indefinitely postponed three resolutions related to civil rights issues during two meetings on July 8th and July 24th. One resolution would urge the university to review the names of all buildings on campus. Another supports Florida State University Student Government Senate for removing former Student Senate President Jack Denton after his transphobic remarks came to light. And a third resolution asks UF to end prison slave labor immediately. And between the three postponed resolutions, the former Judiciary Committee Chair resigned and a new one was elected. The article goes into detail about each one of the resolutions over at Alligator.org. Next up on your news roundup, a new funding model would help guarantee funding for student organizations. UF student government funding model is undergoing revisions, and this could mean more money and guaranteed funding for some student organizations. Budget and Appropriations Committee Chairwoman Samantha Gerzik announced July 7th during Senate public comment that she and other senators are working to revise the 800 codes, which determine how student organizations receive funding. Registered student organizations would receive $500 per semester, and caps on foods and events would be removed and replaced with more flexible requirements. The revisions will hopefully be approved by the end of the summer. Senate Pro Tempore Cooper Brown wrote in an email to The Alligator. Brown wrote that he is scheduling meetings with large cultural organizations on campus, as their feedback is important. He didn't answer questions asking which organizations he is scheduling meetings with. The funding can be used for general body meetings, technology, and events and supplies, Gershik wrote. Next up, COVID-19 deaths increasing in Alachua County. 
A statewide increase in COVID-19-related deaths over the last two weeks is also visible in Alachua County. There were eight deaths in the time frame, reaching 20 deaths total. According to the county's COVID-19 dashboard, Paul Myers, an administrator at the county health department, said it's difficult to say why there's been an increase recently. Myers added that for many deaths, the health department was, quote, bracing ourselves for their passing, unquote, because the patients were already in hospice care. Eleven of the deaths are related to long-term care facilities, with all but one being linked to Parkland's care center, Myers said. A nine-year-old became the youngest patient to die of COVID-19 in Florida on Wednesday. Myers confirmed that the death was in Putnam County. About 85% of the hospital beds in the county's four main hospitals, UF Health Shands Hospital, UF Health Shands Pediatric Hospital, North Florida Regional Medical Center, and Malcolm Randall Veteran Affairs Medical Center are currently occupied. Next up, how Black Lives Matter is reshaping UF. Racial inequality has long been a source of contention at UF. Amid national Black Lives Matter protests, faculty within the university say they're trying to make a difference. Over the past two months, many departments held town halls to better understand the experiences and grievances of the UF community. Some administrators said they've been invested in increasing diversity and combating racism for years, but the recent protests following the death of George Floyd have prompted them to reevaluate their approach. Enrollment of Hispanic and Asian students at UF has risen since 2015, according to UF's enrollment data. During the same time, the black student population has decreased. Animal Sciences Chair John Arthington said his department will establish its own diversity and inclusion committee by August. The committee's objectives are still being decided upon. The Entomology and Nematology Department formed a department-wide diversity, equity, and inclusion committee in May, according to Department Chair Blair Siegfried. It had plans to create this committee since last fall, Siegfried said, but national protests against police brutality and racial inequality spurred the department to act now. And that concludes your weekly news roundup from July 27th to July 31st. This has been the news section of the podcast. Once again, I am your host, Graham Marsh. You can find me on Twitter at Graham Marsh UF. We appreciate all you for listening and we will see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Alligator Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and follow us on Twitter at The Alligator, as well as find all of our latest stories at alligator.org. Alligator.